Poppin' everybody, hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. The other host, some would say. Some would say. Some Most would say. Well, well it's really, it's up for debate. Know. Really what we need to do is put out a survey and have options like guest host, uh, special ben, guest. Ben, don't try and divert people. We already have such a thing in place and it's called the Patreon. And if you want to select who the, the one true host is, uh, you, all you gotta do is just head over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture and, and you'll, you'll find Buzzy you'll, me. you'll find Jazzy J as an option there uh, you can choose basically who the other host is and who the one true host is so if you you know that's it's up to you it's up yeah. to you yeah yeah and I, real, more than anything else though if you really want a, a, a smidgen of additional popcorn culture action at the end of every episode we record an additional 10 to 15 minutes that we like to call after the final pop where we, we basically just keep discussing we just keep discussing yeah, you know, sometimes it's a it's a question from you guys. Sometimes it's just a conti- like a little deeper than what we were already talking about. Occasionally, it is what have we bought most recently on Amazon? Uh, a fun game, a fun a game, fun game indeed. Because almost always there is like a a story. There you know, is. It's like it's like why well, this is a random thing to buy. Even even your commonplace items, you might have reasons behind how you landed on such commonplace items. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of I'm trying to think of something specific that I buy where it's like hair gel. Maybe do mm-hmm. you always buy the same hair gel or do you I, mix it up? No, I have the same hair gel and it's on like uh, I have. It's part of my what is subscribe and save. Oh, you do yeah. subscribe and save? How fancy! <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> like all the different ways that Amazon has come up with to make it that much easier for you to just always buy your stuff from them what they want is that frictionless purchasing like the less buttons you have to push the less you know you made a video about this in year one super carlin brothers which was a one of the more creative videos we did that year where you had like how to make anything better and it was just like less parts Less, less parts, yeah. And Amazon has certainly gone out of their way to less part you. They're like, hey, how many clicks did it used to take you to buy something online? Three? Can we get it down to two? Can we get it down to one? Can we have it so that if you search it, it's just at your door already? Yeah. And no, you're absolutely correct, though. I mean, barriers to entry, I think, is such an interesting like concept like you know what what small amount more would it have taken for you to to commit to an action versus not commit to an action because it like it required you to fill in your shipping address or it required mm-hmm. you to create an account and you're like I don't want to do that like do I, yeah. do I really want this thing like I don't yeah you're going to um, send me emails right, exactly. spam I don't want it so no it's it's such a it's such a thing though yeah I think the the ease at which they get you and this is the case with so many different things though it's like even a, like a new hobby that you want to get into like the barrier to entry could be like the cost of the equipment mm-hmm. you know or uh like the amount of time that you would have to dedicate to it like the you know the the barriers is not always like specifically cost you know it, it can so easily be just a myriad of anything that is specifically slowing you down yeah it's like what they don't want is for you to have like that buyer's remorse on the like checkout page. Right. They want you to like that impulse. I need it, boom, it's done, too late, can't take it back. So they're going for On the flip side, while they're going frictionless on the purchasing side of things, they are like, how can we build mountains on the exit strategy here? Where like, I don't know if you've ever looked this up. If you wanted to delete your Amazon account, like 
remove your email from their system, yeah, you are in for a slog. No, really, oh, I've never. Yeah. I, I guess I've never considered right. it. Right, right. Well, because like, hey, if you don't want to, it'd be easy enough to just not shop there. Right, <laughs> you know, like you right. could just stop using it. Yeah, you will still have an account. Yep. Right. If you want to like straight up delete it, it's not like some easy button. It's not even some like hard to read button at the bottom. It's not even, you know, it's not like suspend your account. There are hurdles and you have to like fill out forms. You have to like wait for a phone call. And then after the phone call, go through processing. And then I think they mail you something like it is hard. Like you have to physically talk to someone at some point. What? Yeah, it is the, it's called, I forget the official word for it. I think it's called like a, a dark maze or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's basically just like, like obviously they have to provide the service of deli of allowing you to do it. The, but like they, the ability to, right, yeah. Like legally, I think they're obliged to do it, but they are like not in the business of you deleting your account. Man, this is, I, I, I get frustrated with stuff like this. I mean, for Amazon, I, I actually genuinely believe I could delete the app off of my phone and it would save me money, you mm -hmm. know, because like talking about the barriers to entry, it's so easy to open it. It's so easy to find it. They pre-sorted and told you like this is the best seller with the best reviews and you know it's Amazon's choice or whatever like they they like affirm your purchase so many times to where it's like oh like this was really easy to find and this one is apparently really popular and works really well and like Amazon recommends it and like and then all you have to do is like press one button yeah um, and it's because so often what you're doing if it's like a one-click kind of purchase it's normally not something you need to like research very much true you know it's just like dish soap okay uh yeah, this, this one looks good, good, it's done. It's done, it's yeah. done. But yeah, no, this, this happened to me, I remember, like years ago, while I was in college, there was a day that like I was buying like a Valentine's Day gift for someone. And I think it was like a poster. Do you remember like giving like a poster as a gift? Is um, that still a thing? Do people still gift posters? Uh, I'm Sure, probably. Okay, well, I'm pretty probably. sure. Why not? I'm pretty, it was, it was in college and like adorning your walls with posters is, is a very college thing to do. I think this is one of those things like our mother was just so anti posters in our rooms like I would go to friends houses or when you see kids in movies and you go you like the camera visits their room and their walls are covered in like oh. posters and stickers and flags and I'm getting riled up just hearing you, get, you talk you get, about you it. Riled up. I'm getting riled up. Riled I, up. Truly though. Oh my goodness. Like, like even like Sid's room in Toy Story which is like creepy like he's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. He's got like a black light. He's got a toolbox mm -hmm. like a mm -hmm. milk crate. I yeah. need a milk crate probably. Yeah. You know, like Who's those are say? things that like all bedrooms need. No, the one that gets me the most though, I think it's Sam Witwicky from the first Transformers movie. Okay. He's got like a whole, like a whole setup, you know, it's like, it's such a cool room and I or like Ferris that. Bueller. He's got a great room. Ferris Bueller has a great room. He this has like, is, a, like an advanced stereo. Yeah. There's um a show on right now on Hulu called Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah. And great rooms. Well, well, this is, this is one of these things that just like, it like tore at like, so Reese Witherspoon is basically like the villain of the show or whatever. She's got this like, you know, super perfect life and her family is so per like, she's trying to make every, everyone in her family like perfect. 
Okay. And to like, like, this is how things are. And, you know, that's whatever. But her youngest daughter is like one of the, like, be, be one perceived as perfect, right? Exa- exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. I, I understand. Good distinction. Yeah. Good distinction. And, but her youngest daughter, like, you know, sees the world much clearer than she does. And, but like, even in the, that girl's room, I think her name is Izzy in the show, the walls are covered and stuff. And I'm like, there's, look, look. Look, I understand that the point of this character is that she's supposed to be pretty rebellious against her mom, but her mom is so controlling that she would never allow the stuff on the walls. Oh, right. You know, like, I understand she's actively probably trying to annoy her mom, but her mom would not allow it. And I know that because my mom was not that that controlling and we could not put stuff on the walls. Do I, this it's funny. I don't know that like I, I don't know that it was so specifically that we weren't allowed to so much. Like if we had it, I didn't know that we that wouldn't be okay to put things on our walls so much as the acquisition of the things to put on the walls. This is just mom being smarter than you as a kid. You're just like cutting it off at the snake. You know, cutting off the head of the snake. Oh, I see. Like, I see. Like once, because yeah, like like you can't hang posters you, on the wall. Yeah, I don't let you have posters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, see, you thought maybe mom just didn't like posters, but she really didn't want and. She she would also like, I don't want to put holes in the wall. And be like, but like, won't the picture be covering the hole? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the problem? I don't know what you, like, I don't. I can't even tell you how little that hung me up when I went to college, like, especially in my apartments that I would literally live in from, like, September through May. Yeah. Like, technically, it was a year-long lease, but I, like, would go home for the summers and stuff, so nine months, you know, approximately, that I'm, Mm -hmm. like, living in a a specific place, and I would go and, like... fully decorate like yeah. like to the night like i mean it was like i lived in a completely furnished completely decorated ready to go everything is like you know no bare walls anywhere and like every single time i would leave it would always be one of these things where i would like villainize the uh the like the local rental company that you work with it's like wow they didn't give me any of my security deposit back and it's like probably because it looked like i like peppered the walls with i think you just sort of have to know when you're a college when you're living in an apartment in college you're just not getting that security deposit back it's not coming back <laughs> it's, not it's coming like back. Don't, have have no yeah what, what would be the word no illusions yeah that that's don't, gonna don't delude yourself right right yeah. right yeah no yeah you have ruined that apartment whether you know it or not yeah <laughs> no but yeah so i think I, you're you're right like when i got to college i definitely like went full bore and so maybe the, i was still in the dorm rooms when i was buying this particular poster to bring us back full circle right. uh, okay to what we're talking about. dark mazes i guess of, of exit strategies but i remember I was buying um, the girl that I was dating liked the TV show Gossip Girl which like good show <laughs> very addictive XOXO <laughs> Uh, That's Kristen Bell. Did you know that? Gossip is it Girl really? is the voice of Gossip Girl. Yeah. Wow. My mind has been blown. Right. That's, that's, uh, I'm so excited to hear that. But so I was buying the girl a, um, a Gossip Guys poster. It was like, oh, the, like the three guys like, from like Dan and Chuck and Nate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And I, I remember like, I, I remember actually feeling like slightly uncomfortable, like as if it was like an inappropriate thing for me to be buying or something but like i was like at the checkout counter yeah mm-hmm. like but i was like trying like really hard to be like you know like now nah, i'm like i'm this is like me being a good boyfriend like i'm really mm-hmm. like, i'm going above and beyond right now yeah. by, by getting this poster wow <laughs> um but anyway so like i'm at like the the checkout counter at whatever store at the mall sold posters and they were like oh congratulations like you get like a free like magazine with the purchase today or something and i was like all right and so like like, you know, I, I like I, it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, that's fine. I don't like I don't I don't want it, but I also don't have like a 
I don't have a problem if you want to like send it. I'll that's okay. And so I like I didn't even like fill anything out other than I think like, you know, like a little mailer type card or something like you would find inside of a magazine. And I guess with the transaction, it just automatically subscribed me to a magazine subscription to this magazine. Oh, great. Like, yeah, I know. And it well, was like, I don't even know what the magazine was. It was like v absolutely nothing that I would ever like pick out. I don't know that I've ever had a magazine subscription that I was like enamored with or at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Have I like, I remember I got Boy's Life when I was a kid. Boy's going Life. Going back to my Cub Scouting. I have a story about a Boy's Life magazines, but okay. we'll, we'll come back to that okay. in a second. Yeah. So anyway, but I was in college. And so like at most, I think in my bank account, especially freshman year, I had somewhere between like 40 and $75 total. Mm -hmm. Like that's how much money I had. Right. Like that was my disposable income that I could go and buy something with. Sure. And so sure enough, like a couple months later, the subscription starts coming out because the free free trial. The, the free magazine from, that I got for buying for my buying your Gossip Guys Gossip poster, Gossip poster yeah. is, is expired, unfortunately. <laughs> so this is the first time in my life that I, I overdrafted my bank account because of a magazine subscription that apparently was supposed to be free, but totally wasn't free because oh I had been had. You're buying and, a poster and they just like immediately sign you up for it. Yeah. Like you had to fill stuff out. I, I filled I filled out like a postcard thing that like had my like mailing address on it. Right. And that was it. And again, it was like, it was, I don't even know what the magazine was. It was not even something that like would have been useful in any capacity. It was like, I had to pick between like three options mm -hmm. and it was like, this one seems the least, I don't right. know. You just like didn't have it in you to like tell the guy behind the cashier behind the counter. No, thanks. Yeah. Like, and that's truly what it was is that all I really had to say was no, I would rather not like, I would rather not have it. Right. And so I, anyway, I ended up having it. And it, this like single moment ended up being such a, like it had such a ripple effect into my life because I remember it was going to be, it was like leading up to spring break. So Valentine's day obviously is in February. And then our spring break was like, like late March or going to April or something like that. And for that spring break, it was going to be the first time ever that I was going to be going like to the beach yeah. on my own, like oh. not like with like mom and dad, but like with with friends and stuff and um i had like managed to like find ways to like raise money to like do the trip and everything i guess or maybe i didn't because of the next part of this story so i overdrafted the account though and mom I, th I think must have been on the bank account, but she got really upset with me for like overdrafting. Okay. And she was like, you are, you cannot go to the beach. Like you, I'm sorry, but if you're overdrafting your account, you you are not responsible enough to go to the beach on your own. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, no, but mom, it was the magazine. It was, I, I didn't even want it. Like, you know, I was like, yeah. I, like in my mind, like this magazine company had like wronged me in such a, like oh, a way. I totally understand. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, so, but the dark maze was the thing is that like in order to like cancel it it was exactly like that it was like you had to like write a hand written letter with MLA format and a work cited and like you know like, I mean it's like yeah it was way too many steps to cancel it right and so it was it was such a challenge and then I was so worried that I wasn't gonna get to go to the beach did you go to the beach I don't even remember this trip ultimately I did I went I went to Myrtle Beach and it was a, a pretty honestly like it was a it was it was kind of a a 
prideful experience. Kind of a, oh no! Yeah. Wow. Like, unfortunately, the beach in uh, very early spring, um, especially when you have such limited resources that your recent magazine subscription overdrafts your account. Yeah. You really can't do very much. That yeah, I had a very similar experience to this with uh, with Netflix in the early days, back in the DVD days, mm. where like I, I think, forgot Netflix used to mail you DVDs. Yeah, they used to mail yeah. you DVDs. You could like set up a queue. It was uh, I, it, it really felt like it was kind of like it, it reminds me of like old YouTube where if you like subscribe to something it was like it almost felt like a responsibility to like watch. if I subscribe to this maybe I should really watch it yeah like yeah that's what I'm saying I need to keep up to date on my subscriptions here right right um and but it, it was like a game so I think I think it was Beth's parents that like giving me like 90 days free or something on Netflix is just like a I don't know birthday gift or something and it was like okay. okay cool great I'll try it out and you know yeah I had so much fun setting up my queue and I got all these movies and it was like every time I got one I was like I, it was like a it was like a goal to like watch it because it had like a time limit you know I was like this is only, I only have this for a limited time so right 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 if I can watch it send it back get the next one watch that one it was like you know I, I'm physically limited by the speed of the mail yes and so it was like any day you don't watch it, that's a whole other day you don't get another new movie. Oh, yeah, I know. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. This is like, had so, I sometimes I hate streaming because I just have boxes of these like carefully curated DVD collections and seasons of TV shows just sitting in my basement now. You do? I'm yeah. just like you. You were like really big on like the like the DVD box sets. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean it was great. I loved being able to like watch like seasons of shows all at once. Right. And now it's so easy. You you were binge watching before there was a term yeah, for it. I was binging before, man. I was like, Ugh. anyway. But so whatever. Um, went through, finished the 90-day trial, and it was just, okay, guess I'm, guess I'm done with this. Oh, well. Only to log in, like, I don't know, eight months later and figure out that, sure enough, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it's not it's not free anymore, but we are still charging you for it. Right. And this was like, oh, it was so frustrating. Because it wasn't, like, a ton of money. But, again, I was in a space where I didn't really have any money. Right, <laughs> so, exactly, yeah. So it was just like, oh, and it was this, like, doubly frustrating thing because I had really enjoyed doing the DVD thing. So it was, like, not only had I found out that I'd been charged for this thing for months, but, like, had I known, I would have just kept using it. Oh, that's the <laughs> you other know? thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like, like, yeah, you, you like, were enjoying the service, but you were like, well, it's over, so. So I guess I'll stop. Oh, my, oh, it made me so mad. It was just like, oh, like, could you, could you just give me, like, eight months free or something? I'd be like, you know? Ugh. Oh, and that's the thing, too, is that it's, like, the worst offense in the world, especially to the perspective of the person on the other end, who is like, like, you, no, you, pay, like, you continue to have the service it's not my fault you didn't use it for eight months yeah like yeah. so there's there's nothing at all that they want to do to help you yeah in this capacity no um so that's yeah well i'm sorry to hear that that's well, that's rather unfortunate that was that, that was that. i do have a okay back to your story about like at the at the checkout counter like all the i don't know freebie promo stuff whatever yeah. so i remember one time when i think i was in middle school i think it was eighth grade mom took me shopping at the mall and i think we were shopping at express which this I think they've rebranded since then because I feel like it was a very different store than it is now. I, I have the exact same experience with Express where once yeah. upon a time, like I would just walk past it and, and I like it wasn't like 
it wasn't something that felt like it matched my style, which I don't even know that I've... Yeah. Well, let me <laughs> tell you, in middle school, I didn't really know what my style was at all. I was going to say, so, I'm pretty sure I, I don't even know if I know today, presently. Yeah. But uh, I, always, I always remember that specific checkout because they were like, oh, looks like you qualify for this bag and you qualify for this, like, it was like all these things. It was like these random amount of free stuff we got when we checked out. I was always like, man, that was pretty crazy. But what I specifically remember is one of the shirts I bought. Let me know if you remember me wearing this shirt because it is like etched in my memory as this like embarrassing thing. But it was a it was a, a yellow shirt and on it it had a guy playing a guitar, but it the it was very difficult to make out the guy playing the guitar. He was like it was like made of like what looked like just red blotches yes. all the way down the shirt. I do and remember like, this shirt. <laughs> yes. And oh my like, gosh. Like, I remember looking at it in the store and you know, mom was holding it up and was like, what do you think? I was like, what is it? Like, is there supposed to be something on it? And she like sort of turned it a couple ways and was like, oh, oh, it's a guy like playing a guitar. And like, sure enough, if you could like get some perspective and hold it flat and like look at it at the right angle, you could see it was a guy like leaning back. He was like arms fully extended, holding the neck of the guitar, like, you know, really jamming. It, it was like striking a pretty good pose, but it takes up like the whole shirt. Sure. You know, but, but let me tell you how many people ever recognized that someone was playing a guitar. Oh, and I did not know. Never. I, I was going to say, yeah, never. I know the exact shirt that you're talking about. And I thought that it was more of like an abstract, like splatter paint. Uh -huh. That's what type. it looked like. Yeah. yeah. It, it looked like, like, but because the colors were yellow and red, it just looked like mustard shirt with <laughs> red abstract splatter on it. And I was like the only one who got got it. I was like determined like, no, it is cool. Like, I'm gonna keep wearing it. Every time I wear it, people like nonstop, people would be like, huh, Carly just spilled something on your shirt. It'd be like, no, no, it's a guy playing. They'd be like, I don't see it. It's like, no, but it's like you're trying to convince them. Like, no, trust me. Trust me, it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's like, it's like, Jay, take the hit, man. Stop wearing this shirt. Also, best case scenario, it is a guy playing a guitar. How does that help you? I don't know. You, you didn't play the guitar. It's like, it just like, I know, I don't. I didn't play Did it. you know the guy? Nope, nope. It was just like, this is just a cool shirt, I guess. I was like, no, it's cool because it takes a little effort to see it, sort of thing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, man. Not ever did one person ever also see the true shape of that shirt. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what became of it. I wonder if I could find it somewhere. I'll, I doubt it. That'd be a great uh, it, like I wonder Patreon if, like, post. Went down in history, uh, oh, like a picture of you wearing it. Oh, oh, oh no, that would just, be even better. Man, that would be that might exist somewhere if we could find it, but I doubt it. Ugh. Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> the worst shirt ever. <laughs> The worst shirt ever. I mean, I think that like throughout history, that's like that's gonna happen to that's gonna happen to all of us. But um, I mean, because inevitably, you know, fashion changes. You look back on things and you're like, what was I thinking? Oh, oh. You wanna know what the worst is? Is sunglasses. Sunglasses yeah. do not age well mm -hmm. at all. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think so. I remember that like when I was going into college, the thing that like was super popular with my group of friends were these like Oakley like gas cans. Oh, the gas cans. They were like big ugly like know, kind of exactly. like square yeah. spectacle like it almost looked like you sh should exclusively wear them like right. while riding a motorcycle or something. If you're having trouble picturing what gas cans look like just think of the last wedding you were at and there was a there it was that it was the, the sunglasses that guy was wearing. That guy yeah yeah. 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 The, so, that guy was wearing those sunglasses. <laughs> There, there is always someone admitting they're probably white, like a pair of like white gas cans. Mm, they might be. They might be white. They might be black. Yeah, they might yeah, be. Yeah. 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 Who's the, to say? The, yeah. That's, oh my gosh. So 
Oh man. Yeah. So that that's been one of those things though where there there have been so many times throughout history where I remember like I would buy and this has been like a big thing for me too. Like I would I would buy a pair of sunglasses that like I spent a ton of time like dude, mulling over. Dude, when we were yeah, I don't know what it was, like sunglasses felt so important. Yes. Like, having a cool pair like and uh, yeah, I think uh, Maybe the world of sunglasses has just changed a lot, but like Oakley's for sure was the the desirable brand. That was the desirable brand. And I think the way that it worked for me is that the uh the the scope of available sunglasses on the market were either Oakley's or gas station sunglasses. Like <laughs> like those were like the only two arenas in which you could buy a pair of functioning sunglasses. Yeah. And of course I was not gonna like I was like like above wearing gas station sunglasses. And so it had I had to like save up and I had to buy like polarized Oakleys and they were gonna be like the coolest. And I think once I or maybe even more than once I like had my name like etched into the lens. That more was, like, than a, once they, they, that was like a service they like offered. So it would like say like Carlin like right inside like the right next oh, like the bridge of your nose as if yeah like as if that's beneficial in some way yeah so but yeah no it's like i remember going back and i bought i had my gas cans at one point and then i got these like oakley aviators and i was like oh that's like really you know cool. what aviators i think are the only sunglasses that never go out of style it's true except this particular pair was like way too big for my face mm-hmm. and so yeah they just didn't they just didn't like look right so like whenever i go back and see photos where i'm wearing those it's like oh ben you still you were still figuring it out weren't you mm-hmm. little by little not, not 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 that i have anything wrong with aviators i actually do like them but now I feel like we've we've gotten very lucky because we found this brand of sunglasses called Gooders. Like, well, I feel like, yes, I know. Yes, Gooders are great. And I feel like Gooders recognized exactly the problem. Yeah. And we're like, this, everyone, everyone wants cool sunglasses, but nobody can afford them. So what if we just make cool sunglasses, but you can't afford them? <laughs> it's like, what a great idea. What a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, gooders is graders. No, but yeah, so they're just like they're just like plastic sunglasses that come in like a variety of cool colors with like cool names. Yeah. And they're like the correct shape and they're comfortable and they cost $30. And it's like it is literally that middle ground between Oakley's and uh gas station sunglasses that like I always wanted. But I feel like the way it's and you know this is not they're not like sponsored or anything we do sell gooder sunglasses at supercarlinbrothers.store um we do <laughs> we do they're red with blue lenses and they're awesome but i feel like there was this weird storm of things where like for a while like event sunglasses became like sort of a trendy thing that's true like the ha- black with like the color yeah with the colored sides and you'd go to events and then hand them out and you know everyone wear them to be like oh cool it's fun but like this so they're almost just like a more refined event sunglasses looking thing yep but they just do them in all these fun colors and they always have these really like fun names like uh, I can't oh, what are some of the names like fire shots of whiskey or something yeah yeah, yeah. and that's like black with like bright orange or yeah. something yeah it'd, yeah it'd be like fl- flamingo sunburn or something you know like just uh, ice cool with a yeti I don't know they had these hilarious names but I feel like what happened was like they permeated and this is just my perception like they permeated so well that like to me like the, it, it's like executed so well that Oakley's have become like ridiculous like it like if i see someone in oakley's i'm like man you have been had my friend right right like like they are no one like to the point where like oakley's are not even cool anymore like oh, they are like 
Gooders has defeated Oakleys so thoroughly that they have stopped their coolness. It's like, like, why would you, why would you ever spend high dollar on it's, a? It's, it's no, you're absolutely correct. And this, this was something that, like, I remember, like, year in, year out, like when we would like go to like the outlet mall at the beach or something. Like, I would like look forward to finding like a sunglass hut. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that like right, well, uh, I'm gonna... like the the place that sells all the designer sunglasses. And I would like, I would like go in and I would like be like really serious about it. And they'd be like, you know, like I would always like know the specific name mm-hmm. of like the, the sunglasses that like I wanted and I would like speak the language and like talk to the person there as if it's like, like we're wheeling and dealing on like cool cars or something. <laughs> and you know, it's like, it's like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not looking for the nightshades. I need the, uh, you know, I already know of models. Yeah. Okay. And I know all the models. Like I know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely correct. It's like, it like just literally just disapparated. Like yeah. the, this whole entire concept thing that I looked forward to just ceased to be. And now I'm just like perfectly comfortable always having like these just basic $30 plastic yeah, your sunglasses. Awesome hey brother sunglasses from supercarlinbrothers.store. There you go. So, okay. Before the other thing is, cause I feel like there's going to be lots of people who are going to want to email about this because it actually is a rather interesting thing in the sunglasses like world is there. I think that there is almost like, uh, not quite a monopoly, but there is a like a company that yeah. seems to buy every single major sunglass provider. Yes, this Be- is a thing. It is a thing. So, because when you really like when you boil it down, at the end of the day, I mean, like it's mostly plastic. Yeah, glass. it's like how are how is any brand getting away with this? Like, why did why isn't someone just being like we can make the exact same product and sell it cheap? And the, basically, the answer is that almost everybody who ever did that was purchased by this company. By the same and, company, and they would do the same thing. So I, I I don't even know what the name of the company is, but I know that they own like Oakleys and like Ray-Bans and Lens cla- lens Crafters and yeah. like all the things. I think I learned about it specifically because of Serial, the podcast. Oh, really? Isn't that like where I, I think that one of the... Um, the Heyman Lee's boyfriend, Don's mom owns a lens crafter so don worked there yes yeah exactly yeah exactly my, my wife is really into cereal she likes true crime she likes my wife is super into true crime yeah <clears throat> or uh yeah yes i think i learned about that thing from um adam ruins everything he has like an episode about glasses going into glasses and like yeah. the, the whole like world of it yeah okay that is like the other interesting thing that i think has happened in our world since we've been alive is there has been this like drastic growth of companies who have like all like manifested in the world and it was all like so much information I feel like existed out in the public but nobody was ever really paying attention to it because it was almost like how would you even ever begin to know where to look and then I think as time goes on there became all of these shows like the John Oliver show or whatever that like started actually like looking into just everything and all of a sudden it became very clear very quickly that like there are so many companies out there that uh, that operate just like this like you can't hide in plain sight anymore yeah and i don't know that's like i feel like we we have like watched this giant tidal wave form and then sort of in its wake has be, like come all of this like other information where people are starting to perceive and watch and sift and become that much more informed which is like very interesting to watch happen i think it we're is. alive during a, an interesting period of time yeah may you live during interesting times that's what they say right that's like i think it's not a positive sentiment like to say like may you live during interesting times is it not I think it's like, hold on, I'm going to look it up because I think that this is something I had heard people say it before, but the idea of, um, the idea of saying like, may you live in interesting times is almost like, uh, 
wishing something bad happens to them okay because typically interesting times does not translate to good times i see let's see here hang on hang on okay may you live in interesting times is an expression where the speaker ironically wishes an interesting time to whomever to whomever he or she is speaking in reality he or she wishes the person to live during times of uncertainty and disorder as opposed to peace and tranquility ah i see so that is the that is the definition of living in right. interesting if you times live, if you you live in uninteresting times you live in certain times yes i see yes <laughs> right <laughs> i gotcha well i've been uh <laughs> i don't think i've ever wished that to somebody so that's good that, that's good yeah you're yeah. never like leaving a conversation like may you live in interesting times yeah and then like they walk away being like wow what a jerk yeah i'm just like i promise i'm wearing an interesting shirt <laughs> <laughs> It's a guy playing a guitar. You have to squint. You have to look. Let me hold it out for you. Let me stretch it. It's helping. It, it's helping. Yeah. I also want to say that shirt did not fit well, which is a running theme. I think when I was growing up, I like like when I started growing height wise really fast. It was something I was like very proud of. Like I'm so tall. As <laughs> I don't know if like many people take such pride like as you're getting older or whatever. But to me, it was like. I know I need I need larges. I need and larges. I need larges. And I was like so excited about it. I was like, cause I'm tall. Cause so I mean, <laughs> you know what? But it's like I had I had this shirt from I think it was uh, I think it's from Abercrombie. It was like the one the one like cool store shirt I had in sixth grade. Right. It was like right. one thing from Abercrombie that I was allowed to get. It was just this like blue checked button up shirt. I remember and, that shirt okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember it too because it's sitting in my closet at home because uh I think uh, I I think I gave it to Beth at some point. I was like, "This is my favorite shirt." But so I found it one day, and I like I was like, oh, "I wonder if this still fits," because I you know I've been like uh, you know lifting weights. I'm a little bit like bulkier and wider, and I've you know definitely gained weight since high school when I would have been wearing this shirt. Sure, like like uh, yeah, certainly it probably is a little tight on me now. And I put it on, and it is like too big for me now. You're I'm, kidding! I am like, what was I? What was I wearing? Like how this must have been like falling off of me in like, like, like sixth cloak. grade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is what who was letting me leave the house like this? Mom. <laughs> I was just gonna say, it's so funny that you said like it was like the one like cool shirt that you owned. Because I think that like we we all sort of had like our Abercrombie shirt. Uh-huh. You know, like like you know the one because there's only one of them. <laughs> Oh my gosh. When's the last time you went into an Abercrombie? Are Abercrombie still a thing? Is that still a, oh, a company that exists? exists somewhere. Well, Probably no. it's owned by like Lens some crafters. other company. Yeah, Lens crafters. <laughs> like everything is. Oh my gosh. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition 
in inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Ben, I have disheartening news on the front of our four out of 10 
D&D fame as it relates to our existence on the Cave Spring High School Wikipedia page. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, well, I thought we were doing good. I thought we were doing good. I was checking it every day for a while. I was like, I was positive it was going to come off, but days went by and I was like, okay. Did Most you of the time when I was checking, if I went back hours later, it would have like, it was like, they were on it. Okay. Quick. So I thought maybe we had snuck it by someone and they were just like, okay, let's just fine you guys we'll just put these names here you people people out there are for some reason being very annoying about yeah, this like just fine that's yeah. what i thought or that they had just been like oh maybe we looked into it a little more and it's like okay okay yeah anyway after after we last talked about it on the pop many many little kernels were uh just very enthusiastic and it started changing again like it started getting new edits oh so then it like reinvited review to like review oh was this edit okay but rather than reviewing oh was the, was the edit okay that also they just like scaled back and were like should this even be here oh and no it seemed like and you can oh i went through it you could like look at the log and it said like removed for like not being like removed from notable persons for not being notable enough Again? I know. So, so. I really but kick it also, down. I know. It's like, man, man. I was like, how do they judge? Because, like, it seems like, you didn't go to high school with me. You don't, I doubt you're watching us on YouTube or listening to the pop or anything. You know? Who are you, Wikipedia editor? Anyway. This so. is, no, this is, okay, let me let me back that up a little bit. Because this is, like, the blue check mark on Instagram and Twitter. It is exactly like that. It's like, it's like this just bizarro phenomenon yeah, no one oh, knows how they get it i just said phenomenon you did yes wow yeah see there was i caught myself um apparently it's been pointed out to me that I say phenomenon too often it's this bizarro phenomenon where <laughs> like it is there are such strange circumstances that lean into like what allows you to be blue check marked right and it's fine like I've, I've sort of like have almost made peace with it where it's like you know what whatever i don't even want it i don't even i don't even want it I don't but even, if you like log in one day and you're like what it would make like it would like make my year, but like I don't, I don't want it. No, and it's like it's like this is one of those funny things too, where like we know people, or I went to high school with like a handful of people who are now like reporters, yeah, and like not you know in in super major markets or anything like that, or have like that many followers. Not that that's like the actual defining factor or anything like that, but they do have it because they are like it is like confirming yes, in fact, this is the person who is like the channel for right, you know, like whatever coverage guy and so they like they, they have the blue check and i'm all i'm like man like and all of our youtube friends i feel like have blue check marks it, it's like it hit or miss who knows who knows who knows and so forever though i thought that this was something that like maybe you just to like meet someone at twitter and like make no. your case make your case so i remember we were at vidcon several years ago and we like walked into like one of the things and uh we're like talking to this guy there and i'm like i'm like so listen here's the question how do I get that blue check mark? And like, I'm 100% sure that every single person that ever talks to him asks this yeah. exact question. Right. And I'm like, I'm like trying to like figure out like, is there anything we can do? Is there a case we can make? Is there a person we can know? Like, I know on the back end, it can't be any harder than like clicking a button. Like, I know it's not hard to enact. <laughs> oh, I know. And it's like, ugh. I just, I just want the blue check mark. It's a, and then it's like, 
Do you ever feel like, I don't even, like, obviously we're already talking about it, but do you ever feel like, I don't know, like, is the, mm, like, a little self-centered, like, wanting the check mark? It, no, it is, completely, yeah, like, it is. Oh, it's so, like, such a, su such vanity. It's 100% vanity, and that's, I think that's the number one thing that actually keeps me at peace not having it, is, right. like, it's almost like, maybe, maybe when you get it, you'll, you'll, be like, be above it or something, you know, uh -huh. like, you'll be like, ah, whatever. Right. Blue check mark. So anyway. So anyway. Not that, yeah, uh, uh. Back to Wikipedia. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I completely yeah, yeah. derailed you because I was so not caring about this thing. So I think, I think our new strategy has to be because I don't feel like being on the Cave Spring High School Wikipedia page is really that big a deal. And at this point, to me, it's just a game. It's not even, it's not even about whether we deserve it or not. It is a game. Okay. <laughs> so listeners, new strategy. We need to cease fire on the Cave Spring High School page for now. For now. For now. And in the meantime, I think what Wikipedia deems notable is whether or not you have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it to have a Wikipedia page? The reason why probably not hard. So I think, because this was the thing, there was there was a few rounds of updates. We had the red links where it was like, this is a person who doesn't have a page yet. Yeah. And then people started tweeting me and they're like, haha, Ben has a page and you don't. That means he's the one true host. But joke was on you. They were linking to the wrong Ben Carlin. <laughs> no, was it, was it the author? It was the author. I knew it. Ah, oh, the other Ben Carlin. Other Ben Carlin. So the I think I think our new strategy has to be like we have to have our own Wikipedia pages, and then you can go in because then when they check it, they'll be like, oh yeah, they have a Wikipedia page. So, <laughs> it's like okay, our our own internal right. sources. You can use their own logic against them. Yeah. 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 It's like see, now you told us that we were significant enough to have our own Wikipedia page. Although I could totally see it being one of those things. Where it's like, wow, you're right. I don't know how it slipped past us. Let's delete your pages. Uh, no, <laughs> they couldn't. That would be ridiculous to delete the page. Well, well it doesn't feel I don't, impossible. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who's, who knows what's going on over at the Wix? So anyway, before we before we restorm that castle with our little uh, popcorn knights. Um, knights was our high school mascot. That's why I'm using that phrase. Oh, I love that. I Pop, love that. The popcorn, popcorn knights. Man. Popcorn knights. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They're like it. Like they're like a, a tribe of horseback riding. Uh, what's it? What other good qualifiers? I would just assume they would have the popcorn culture flag, which is a uh, obviously popcorn. <laughs> Do we have a flag? Should we have a flag? Maybe we should have a flag. I don't know. I'd like, certainly you don't like, you don't want your flag to just be like the logo on a square. Oh, well, no, certainly not. I mean, yeah. That would be humiliating. Right, yeah. You're right. But, but instead it would be... To be determined. <laughs> See, I, I just thought maybe you had something in your head already. I don't. I don't. I don't have anything in my head at the moment, but I'd be I'd be okay with such a thing to for for the popcorn knights to to fly as they storm in wherever they wherever they go. Yeah. So we'll we'll continue to stay up to date on the on the Cave Spring High School. <laughs> on, the, on the Cave Spring High School. Wikipedia page. Let me tell you, Ben, if someone else's name appears on that page before us, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> no notable graduates better do anything interesting no. before no. we get there. <laughs> No, I'm oh sure they gosh. would. Hold on. Okay. So I, speaking of Twitter, because we were talking about it before we went on to record today's episode, I basically just asked the interwebs, the yeah. Twitter oh. verse uh, for a topic for, for us to talk about. Okay. And so let's see, I'm trying to, I'm scrolling through now trying to figure out like, what's a, what's a really good possible conversation. And it may, it may fit nicely here because I've, I'm fine. I find myself in an interesting situation where I've seen half of the movie movie slash 
production Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Which was highly requested yeah. uh, as something for us to discuss. So thank you, everybody from Twitter who requested Hamilton. Yeah. So after all this time spent with Hamilton yeah. and having never observed it, yeah. forever I had the the excuse that was like, you know, I, I don't like live in a city where I could go see it. Like, yeah. What am I to do? This, is, this has been the thing about Hamilton as an entity, like since it debuted, it was like everyone like loved it so much, but it was also surrounded with this air of impossible to see it. Right. So it was like, like, like if you could get tickets, that was like getting a Furby, but like it never stopped being a thing. Yeah, it was like everyone seemed to love it so much and yet no one seemed to see it. So there was this weird like cloud of support and love for the show, even though like, so few people had seen it. Right. It's, it seemed like the soundtrack alone seemed to be so powerful in giving you like the, the full experience. Yeah. In that people were like just enamored with just listening to it without like, you know, seeing the actual. That, that does seem to be the case. And like, to me, I was, I would like battled with this for years about whether or not like, do I just want to listen? Should I just buy the soundtrack and just listen to it? But then I was like, no, because I want to be able to see it. I want to, I want to be able to see it fresh. Yeah. Like when yeah. I see it, I want, you know, I don't want it to be spoiled. Not that, you know, like, I mean, it's history. So sort of already already know how it's going to end. <laughs> you you got to know where it's going. <laughs> kind of know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. I think you think you're going to win this war guys. <laughs> <laughs> how will they do it? How will the they? British, the British seem so much more <laughs> yeah, prepared. They, God, yeah. They, they have so many more resources. Yes. Wow. I don't know. Anyway, but I held out the entire time. I only ever really listened to that like opening song. Right, yeah. Where me too. Hamilton introduces himself and finally came out on Disney Plus and I watched it for the first time and I was like, that was amazing. And I was so glad I'd waited. But I also had this like other issue I was dealing with while I determined whether or not I should wait, which was like, okay, if I see it live, I also want to be able to make sure I'm following what they're saying. Yes. Because, you know, like just by rep, I knew by reputation that it was, you know, like I'll, most of the shows like hip hop and rap. Right. And it's like sometimes you need one or two listens to really take in because, you know, rap is very fast. Yes. And so if you're not like exactly familiar with the story or what they're saying, maybe yeah, I feel like there was a lot you could miss out on if you weren't like prepared for it. So it's like, maybe I should listen to it so that I'll have a better idea of what they're saying so that I can follow the story better so that I'm not so focused on that. But then you don't want to ruin it by but listening then I'll, to but it. Then but then I've heard it already. Oh, I had such a such a loop. Yeah, so I, I think the, the recommendation you ultimately had was to watch it with captions. Yes. Which is what I've been doing so far. Oh, okay. Which I do think absolutely helps because I'm able to like really like kind of kind of keep the the measure of like what's going on because it's like it is all song yeah like st the whole thing yes so that's that's something to like to like take in but no i have been blown away so far i my experience with hamilton was interesting and i we maybe have talked about this before but going back to the very first year season months that it was coming out i remember going once again to vidcon I don't know, the, apparently a lot of notable things happened at vidcon but we had our like group of youtube friends that we were hanging out with and they were all so like infatuated with they Hamilton. did not let not seeing it stop them from listening to the soundtrack not even at all and I remember like we're like walking around like the convention center and like one of them would just like bust into song and the rest of them just all also knew the words and so they're like marching along like in full blown you know like mm -hmm. ha 
Hamilton sing song. And I'm like, like, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I have no idea what's going on right now. Like mm-hmm. I, I was, I was so far behind. I think I felt so left out right. that it, it like kind of became this thing where I was like, like I was almost uninterested in Hamilton because my association with it was that it was, it brought me back to a period of time where I felt left out of something. Right. Where, like I was not included. Right. Which I, you know, of course I didn't want to like slow down their fun either, but it was just sort of the truth of the matter. And so I think even when it came out on Disney plus, it was like, okay, like I need to see it. But I was, I was still hesitant. Like I was still right. like years later finding myself in this position of like, man, I don't know. Like what, if, what if I don't like it after all this time or something? Mm-hmm. And so I fired it up last night. I, I actually, the other thing I drastically underestimated was how long it is, which it is did, like, yeah three hours yep. or something and so Allie and I are watching it and I'm like slowly I'm like having a blast but I'm also like I paused it at one point to let the dogs out and it was like there was an hour and a half left and I was like Ooh. okay <laughs> so I'm gonna be watching the, the final bit the last like 40 minutes tonight uh, which I'm very excited about but I will tell you the big thing that happened to me was that I was like pumped up yeah like the like all of the songs yeah I was like I could like work out to this like mm-hmm. the, all the characters are so cool it's all so smart it's very well written Oh man, everything about it was just like it was it was really neat. Right. To so like watch it come together. So your all of your FOMO has like dissipated and it like in the end did not it did not ruin it for you. It did not ruin it for me. No, yeah, by by the time I finally got there, it was kind of like, oh yes, it is awesome. I am now part of it. I've liked it from the beginning. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Now are you just like a Hamilton bandwagon fan, Ben? Jeez. No. No. Maybe. Hard to say, really. Uh no, I, I genuinely really like it. So I'm I'm glad that I'm finally on on board there. Did you buy the soundtrack? I've not bought the soundtrack yet because I haven't finished it yet. But I actually, while I was listening to it, I was like, oh, I'm buying this for sure. This is yeah. happening. This is this is totally going to be like what I listen to in the car all the time and always as I'm driving around basically until... Yeah, are you going to show up at the beach and just be like, Alexander Hamilton? Okay, I think I'm talking... have like a six-hour car ride to the beach this weekend. True, good point. Yeah, yeah. so I can get it in twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know the word to any songs like hard stop let alone something where they're like specifically telling a story and it's not all just like you know the parts of the songs you would recognize well let me ask you this how how much show tunes have you listened to in the past how are there any other musicals i guess probably like disney musicals and stuff like have you any like broadway shows where you have like downloaded the soundtrack and listened to it nope nope that's never happened oh wow so this is gonna be like brand new territory for you brand new i know yeah it'll be interesting so what do i need to know how do i prepare myself you just same as anything else you just turn it on and listen to it and if you like the track you know repeat otherwise keep going back what i have found with uh, show like listening to like Broadway stuff like this is that almost always what happens to me is that I will there'll be two or three songs that are like probably the big ones you know just sort of by reputation from the show sure and you'll like listen to those and be like oh that was fun and you kind of get really used to those and then you'll start sort of like creeping into the other songs as right, well right and eventually you'll be like okay now I know, like are there any I haven't heard yet like I because like I used to work um like at a theater. Yeah, uh, doing like the marketing for incoming shows. Not uh, not a movie theater. Not a movie like, theater. Like a no. theater with a like stage. A, like a theatre. 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 Is that yes. the difference? Is it like movie theater? Nope. Nope. You can choose whether you want ER or RE. It's completely uh, down. Just there's what? no there's no distinction. Well, I don't like that at all. There needs to be a hard ruling. I, Someone should decide. What? Where do you land? Are you theatre? I like RE myself. RE. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It does seem much better than theater. 
Yeah, the, theater. Theater. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we would have a Broadway series every year. And so part of Mark, you know, it's difficult to market the show if you didn't know what it was about. So I would often just like try and listen to some of the music here and there. And then Beth also, when we were on like long car rides, she would go into Pandora and just pull up like the Wicked station because okay. she would like the show Wicked. And that will play you a lot of songs from Wicked, but it would also leak you out into other like, because it's Pandora. So it's like choosing other songs from shows you probably like if you like like wicked and so then you know you get you get used to sort of like all the all the hits from all the other shows sure and stuff like that and i think they are it's kind of like disney songs where it's like it's kind of easier to learn disney songs in some respect for no, whatever reason th- no I, you're absolutely correct i mean i think i think by design they're intended to be like rather simple and catchy yeah and so no i mean it, it, it makes a lot of sense yeah that like you know they would be highly digestible because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like compared to like maybe another song where you could just like the beat of it or like the sound of it which mm-hmm. is typically the way that I consume music is like I have listened to tons of music that had underlying meanings before where I had no like I, I never took the time to figure out like what the song was about yeah I just liked how it sounded right and so that that was kind of like one of those things that never really I don't know like I don't never never became a thing but with a Broadway musical on the other hand where like literally what you're listening to is the story being told I think it is probably yeah meant to be that much more understandable which yeah. then I think makes it easier to know the words right because like you can like remember like you're telling the story you're telling the story yeah, yeah. so we shall see yeah. interested interested to see what emerges in your Hamilton listening so far I've, I've me and Beth we've been listening to the soundtrack a lot since it came out and we've been largely sticking to the the first act thus far okay yeah so. i could see that there's a lot of a lot of solid jams in there for sure i think my favorite character so far is george washington ah uh, yeah he's I very li- fun i quite i quite like george washington and then when jonathan groff was coming out who plays king george king george yeah he was one who i knew i knew jonathan groff who of course voices you know Kristoff and frozen yeah. um i was like oh my gosh well, i know i know exactly who he is and as soon as he started talking i was like whoa <laughs> Yeah, the the King George songs are so funny. They are. They are really, really catchy and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, me and you were talking about this sort of uh, off pop before uh, we hopped on here. But you were you were kind of talking about how he he does a really good job of injecting so much personality into like each yeah. syllable. Well, he's got such a difficult job because he's alone on stage. At least for his first song. Some of the other numbers, more people are on on stage but he comes out he hasn't been introduced at all right other than just sort of like you know the king is the, the enemy right and he's not like dancing and he has to but his whole thing is he's like comedic you know it's like comic relief yes. for sure yeah so he's having to convey a lot of humor without being able to like even move around very much or like dance or anything like you might expect for someone on Broadway. Right. But so one of the things I found is interesting is if you go listen to like the like Broadway soundtrack that you can like buy on iTunes or something and then you watch the Disney Plus version and to me like there is such like a large variation between those two in a way that that doesn't feel like there's much variation from a lot of the other songs. Okay. Right. It sounds to me like because he can't do much, he had to just like like polish each word in like a very comedic way where like almost every single thing he says like makes you laugh. He's like he he's really 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 like gone over each like yeah. quite literally every single thing you're going to hear. Yeah. And and made it just right. Yeah. So I job well, job well done to everyone though. Man, what a great show Hamilton. Across the board. Yeah. <laughs> Can I yeah. tell you? Okay, this is a 
by the very first time I'm gonna tell you the first time I ever heard about Hamilton. Okay. And I was I feel so foolish when I think about it now, given the the test of time. But this is gonna start further back. Further back. So the company I used to work for when I was working at the theater. The theater. We like I worked at the building, but um we like you worked for a company called uh, Global Spectrum. They're not called that anymore, but they were venue management. They manage many theaters and coliseums across the country. Okay, so it's a company whose specific purpose is to go into existing structures yeah. and basically be like, we know how to run events. Yeah, we know how to run events. We know how to like, like, because every, I guess, venue was running, you know, just however however they did. Right. And they were like, we've got experience. We know this works here. We've implemented it here. This has happened, you know, whatever. That's not really what the story is about. Got but, it, okay. Um, every year they'd have this big marketing conference. If you were in the marketing side of things, you would go to this. And, you know, I'd never been to like work conferences or anything before. I had no idea what to expect, but it is just like a four day party, basically. Yep. Like you just sit, they have a bunch of people that, you know, give and talk and give presentations and you'll go off in little small groups and be like, come up with brainstorms and you'll tell everyone and whatever. And, but then, you know, come five o'clock, they're like, all right, now we're going to zip lining and, you know, we're going to go do all, you know, they just want you to have a good fun time and it's, come I, back to your hometown and be like, I am so high on this company. Right, right, right. Yes. No, it, it, you're exactly correct. It's like conferences, I think, are intended to be like, like maybe 20% productive and 80% fun. Yeah. Yeah, so they they were very fun, but uh, one of the unexpected fun things that would happen every year because they would choose different venues to go to every year because uh, you know they had great event spaces everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's up. Was you'd get bussed around a lot, and the bus ride would always be this like extremely fun thing where you know someone someone would have like a cooler and but people would just stand up all over the bus and it would you know like they would start singing some like faint you know some 90s bop that everyone knows like NSYNC Britney Spears or sure. you know Fresh Prince or something and like the whole bus would just like the whole the whole bus people from you know 18 to 50 are just like all just jamming and like screaming this song it was like this weird thing no like, it, absolutely you know, yeah it's not, like not even weird it was just like I've never experienced this was super fun it's like the weird I, honestly this is like one of those weird things but like the strange power of music is that yeah. like it can be such a common ground for everyone yeah and so i mean it was it was just like i was like okay i know it was like i walked away i was like i don't know how to make bus rides like real fun like i you know this is a cool thing yeah uh but i think it, this is maybe a little more specific to like conference sort of things okay yeah so anyway so when you went to like in the middle of new york city and you got on the bus and tried to be like no no, no. Like everybody that. exactly it totally failed <laughs> i got booed <laughs> <laughs> People are like taking their like beats headphones off. No. Like, who is this guy? But so fast forward, I got um I was at Pixar. I'd gotten inv invited to go to Pixar Studios okay. to see a preview of the good dinosaur. Okay. So I could write an article for this website called Movie Pilot because their whole shtick was that they like published articles, but they didn't have any staff writers. So all of the stuff that was written was just by uh, like users of the website. Sure. And so it was more of a platform. I guess it was kind of like a platform, yeah. But they would, you know, still, then they would curate from all the people who wrote in, like, what went on the front page and stuff, and, like, what they shared on their social media and stuff like that. Yes. So, but, you know, they had a really popular website, so they would get invited to, like, press junkets, but they didn't have anyone to send because they didn't have any writers. Got so it. it turned out that I was posting, I guess, a lot of Pixar articles on there, and they were like, hey, 
you want to go to Pixar and represent us? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. And it was a really great trip. It was really awesome. Uh, I don't think Movie Pilot exists anymore, sadly. Oh, that's too bad. I know, it's kind of a bummer. But anyway, I got to go to Pixar and it was great. And, you know, they just invited a writer from every website who talks about movies ever to come do the exact same, you know, interviews with everyone so that everyone can go write their little thing about it. And, but, you know, very similar. Everyone gets on the bus, go drive to a place. Everyone gets on the bus, go drive this place. Here's what we're doing here. Here's what we're doing here. Now you're going to talk to these people. So it's at night. Everyone's sort of like done. Everyone's, you know, had the little meet and greet. Everyone's had some drinks. And the bus driver like hands the guy next to me, like the cord for the speakers. And he's like, yeah, I can just play whatever you want. You can just play it off your iPhone or whatever. And uh, I'm like, oh, you know what you should play is you get some like really fun, like 90s bops going. You know, yeah, yeah, like, like, like thinking, you know, you get, you get that going. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, this is fun, you know, and right, right, right. you can get everyone to like join, you know, like you, you're using like your learnt knowledge. I'm from- using like my learnt knowledge because to me, this is like such an experience, you know, like everyone's so lucky to be here, right. at Pixar, but like that, this is not the case for ever for most people. This is just like another weekend at their job where the next movie studio has like requested the next round of press junket reporting. Yes, you know, like yeah, they're yeah. like. Hey, what's up? I remember me from over there. Like, you know, so they're not like, to me, this is like once in a lifetime. And sure enough, I've never been back, you know? Right, right, right. It was (laughs) once in a lifetime. It has truly been once in a lifetime. I was not invited back. (laughs) Movie pilot. Anyway, not the point. (laughs) But it wasn't me. So I'm like suggesting this to this guy. Like, this is going to be so fun. Like we have the, we have, we can control the music. Like we're on the bus. I get, I know what to do. And he's like, I don't know. I'm keeping, I keep listening to this. Like, I cannot stop listening to this soundtrack. I just got for this new musical. It's called like Hamilton. Like, I know it sounds so weird. It's just about the founding fathers, but it's like so good. And I'm like, like he's describing it to me before anyone knows what Hamilton is. Sure. sure, sure, I'm just like, dude, forget it. 90s (laughs) you have no idea and he's uh, you know but at the same time i think if he'd started playing it no one would have known the songs or anything sure it wouldn't have been that but i feel so stupid because like obviously you know people were just going back to their hotels or whatever but i remember like just the first time this was the first time i heard about hamilton and i was like lame (laughs) (laughs) that let let me tell you what's not gonna work that That. (laughs) people are gonna be into this broadway musical you've just discovered about alexander hamilton right 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 (laughs) wrong Oh my gosh. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. <laughs> turns out. Turns, turns out. out. You could have been right on the cutting edge. Could have been. Could have been. If I if I had listened to that guy, what? who knows? What if I, I could have been like, dude, I could have come back and been like, forget the good dinosaur. I heard about this musical. Let's start covering that. Let's yesterday. do it. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, that was that was the first time I heard about Hamilton. What a on a fanta- bus at Pixar. Fantastic! I've never heard that story before. No, that is absolutely amazing. Also, I love the idea of you trying to be like, like I know how to do bus rides. <laughs> it was it was just sort of like a like I wasn't like gonna like stand up and start singing, but it was just one of those like if you can if you play a song that everyone loves right now. Like, you have a chance to, like, unite it. Like, unite. everyone, everyone will be into it. Like, it's like, I feel like that still could have happened. I don't feel like you had a good song choices, but whatever. Um, it's, no, there's, there is something magic about it. This is, this is like, like, when I go and see when people are like, yeah, like, there's like a live band playing or something. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to know any of their music. So, like, like, that, <laughs> like, to me, that doesn't immediately sound appealing. So, like, when someone's like, yeah, it's a cover band, I'm like, oh, man, count me in. Ah, uh, like, yes. So I, I feel bad about that because I think genuinely my taste in music is so absurdly elementary mm-hmm. that like, yeah, like basically it's like, I want songs that I know. It's not like a draw 
Like, if someone's like, yeah, they're gonna, gonna be a live band, I'm like, so you're right, we should go somewhere else. Like, we're not gonna be able to hear each other talk. That is, that is the problem with so much, like, whenever I go to, like, a place that's playing live music, where, like, it, if it's a concert, then, yeah, the point is to see the people, to see play. The people play. But if I'm just going to, like, my local brewery, and they're gonna have people playing music, like, I, it's great that they've got live music, but I want to be able to talk, like, I didn't go here for the live music. Right. It's just like, if you want to be out there, play your stuff and just provide music. Yes. Right. The, well, so, and, and that's sort of where I come from with it, too. So we live in a part of the world that is known for having, like, particularly good, like, microbreweries. Yeah. Like, that's sort of, like, something that you, it would not be uncommon for that to just be the resting plans for a lot of people in our friend group to be like, yeah, I'm going to this place this weekend. Um, but, yeah, no, that's the thing. I, whenever you get there, and I feel like this is really what gets me, is, like, I, I tend to think of it as if the band being there is like oh yeah like it adds the ambiance instead instead the speakers are like up to like 14 out of 10 and it's like you can't hear anything and it's yeah. like you know but of course if you're that band yeah and you've been given the opportunity to play for these people you're like yeah like we, like, we want to go like, yeah like i want i want people to hear my music like i understand where they're coming from too yeah, they're, they're not trying to be elevator music they're not just trying to like give a little right. extra something to the room yeah uh like they they want to be the room right exactly so, which totally so makes I get sense it. i get this it this is this is where I like, and what I this is the big thing that happens to me is that like I'm I'm not musically inclined at all, and but like when I do see people play, I'm like I do genuinely believe that if I could learn how to play an instrument, that I would love performing mm -hmm. in front of people. Yeah, like I think that it's like like that is so we talked about at the very beginning of this episode barriers to entry. Like I feel like what I want to do is not learn how to play a guitar. I want to perform a guitar in front of an audience. Right. With the barrier to entry being I have to learn learn how to play the guitar. Right. I'm very interested in performing guitar. I'm very uninterested in learning guitar. <laughs> Literally there is, I mean, it's not, it's like a small, like, uh, I don't even, I don't, I don't know that it's a toy guitar. I feel like it's a real guitar. We got it from like Coco when it came out. Oh, yeah. It's literally sitting right next to me right now. But that, it, it's so interesting because you might be like, well, one of the barriers to entry is like the cost of buying the guitar, which that is actually not really like the huge problem. Like I, that would be something I would have a lot of fun, like mm -hmm. investigating, like getting the right guitar. I could even see purchasing the guitar and a stand for it and picks and like the sheet music or mm -hmm. whatever and having it all like laid out in my office and then the issue would be doing it picking it up being mm -hmm. frustrated having my fingers hurt like yeah. you know or or discovering like that i can't do it which would be so uh, I hate certainly not, you could do it you think so i think so okay well, how far are you in name of the wind how far i mean he plays the loot yeah i know that much yeah so the loot seems hard Lutes? is loot the same as a guitar what is a loot a loot is just a seven string guitar uh, well why does it sound so much like flute then no it's a guitar well 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 i want to see what a loot looks like i'm pulling it up right oh okay. wow okay yeah a loot does look like something that my D, D character would probably have in his knapsack mm, so you're gonna be like the minstrel Be it? belly Be belly and jam and lambing. yeah <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> belly and jam oh man come and jam with belly and jam that's right, right. Yeah. we, oh, get, we have to come up with a good band name yep yep oh this is this is reminding me of Daniel Tiger, where the baker and Music Man Stan have a band, and they're called, oh, what is it? Bread and Jam. Bread and Jam. he likes bread, and I like to jam. <laughs> That's what he's <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That's a really good name. That's a really good name. Actually, yeah. recently, um, I have uh, one of our one of our good friends, Michael Austin, is a particularly good cook. Yeah. And I like to bake, and so me and him like were joking around one night after we made some barbecue. Let me let me clarify that he smoked spectacular barbecue that was like the best I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. And I went over and ate it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we should start a company called Wait for It Bacon Bros. Ah. You get it? Because like because like. He'd be cooking bacon, but you'd be bacon. Yeah, because I'd be. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's a play on words. Yeah. That's how it works. Yo, very clever. <laughs> Thank you. Amazing. Bacon Bros. How would you spell it? B a c o n, like bacon. But like, how? I mean, how great would it be? But then the logo would be like much more like muffin shaped or something, um, <laughs> or macaron. Uh. But yeah, I mean, how awesome would it be to go and have like a place where you can get like like donuts, you know, like with barbecue inside of the donuts sandwich doesn't sound good no nope oh okay well i'll work on it okay it's all workshop so <laughs> you bring it back around <laughs> i'll bring it back around all surely right. there's a way to do this mm-hmm. anyway guys thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of the pop i feel like we covered a million different things if you have any feedback for us we want to hear it you can do that uh either on our reddit page yeah or you can email your thoughts to uh popcornculturepod at gmail.com also i want to give a huge thank you to these patrons who support us over on patreon uh, this week we have Katarina Jerich, uh, Sophia Henderson, Bailey Marcus, Sam Goldman, Madeline Tyrell, Bill Conrad, Holly Laws, Jenner Durfler, uh, Jared Rester, and Jaden Easton. Boy, Madeline Tyrell. That reminds me of Game of Thrones. It sounds like it could have been a character. It sounds like maybe even is a Maybe character. even is. I mean, the Tyrells were, were a family in Game of Thrones. They were. Uh, what, uh, Marjorie. Marjorie yeah. is close to Madeline. 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 Yeah, I mean, yeah, it starts with an M, all right. It does. It does. Hey, okay. Well, maybe it's maybe it's one of the same. Maybe. <laughs> Who is that actress? I always forget oh, her name. Uh, Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. Man. Anyway, guys, until next week. Pop, pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.